So this time I want us to turn to the book or the Bible. And uh, I know our time is fast spent, but I want us to just wrap up and uh, listen to the word of God because this is central, the preaching of the word as a wrap up of what God wants us to listen to or hear today. Let's turn to first, Second Peter. Second Peter chapter three. And I'm going to read chapter three, verse one. I'm going to read up to fourteen, then we'll go from there. The Bible says, Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I've written both of them as a reminder to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. I want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. First of all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is the coming of the promise? Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the, be the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heaven existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters also, the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly. But do not forget this one thing. Dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with their all. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and Spirit's coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire and elements will melt in heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of Reatius. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience 
means salvation, just as our dear brothers Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom of God that God gave him. May God bless his word. The title of my message will be Investing in those things that will last. And the community that I am in today, I don't know what it means to invest. You see, when you invest, you invest expecting to find profit. And when I said that investing in things that will last, I look to how Paul looked at it when he wrote these words of our Lord Jesus Christ. He writes to stimulate us, to stimulate you and me in wholesome thinking. He's saying that it is a reminder. And of course, here today I'm not preaching that you give your life to Jesus Christ. Already I know all of you, almost all, have given their lives to Christ. But we are still reminded through the writing of Paul that there are some things that we need to do right. Because if we don't do them right, sometimes it will cost us. Paul writes that we need to have wholesome thinking. And these words is meaning that they need to spur us unto godly living. And he's saying that words that were spoken by the prophets as he starts, they came to pass. And even those days, you see, the world was formed and people continued to live their lives the way they lived. But at the end of it, many a times they were told that destruction is going to come and some of them didn't think that this was going to come to pass. But it came to pass because we know that the flood came and deluged everything and Noah and his family was saved. So whatever we are speaking today as servants of God is someday coming to pass. So as we do business with God, as we have come into the kingdom and wanting to serve, we need to invest right that we reap at the end of age, at the end of time which is spoken here. So I see that the prophet spoke about it and the command from the apostles also we have seen when the apostle talked to us and people remit their lives to Christ, now you need to do the things that matter to God. You have to do things that God has blessed because he has blessed because he's the one who has called God, go, go ye all to the entire outermost parts of the world and uh, preach the word, teach the word and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son. And that's the reason why we are even seated here. We are here just to get the word and go out to serve in the community of Fresno. And sometimes we have been called in the world mission. We can even give, we can even travel and do exactly what God is in it. So in the last days, and this is the days that maybe sometimes we are living because it's more like a prophecy. These are the last days when we see most of the things that are happening in Africa, in the United States of America. People have desired the way of the evil. Things that are happening sometimes tell us, the children of God, that this maybe will be the last day. I may not stand here to say that it is tomorrow or next day, but God is urging us to have a holy life, to live 
as though the day is going to come tomorrow because he's saying that the day is coming like a thief. In mass, a thief, when he comes, he doesn't tell you that I'm coming. He's sneaking. He doesn't want you to see him. But he's just going. But with Christ has given a sign. So when we need to be ready. We need to do things that matter to God. As we invest, we need to invest on that thing that will last at the very time of age when Christ shall return the second coming to take his church. So this is what I'm saying to the church today. That as we invest, we need to invest right. Sometimes there are people who are considered as scoffers. They say, where is this coming? He promised. Because everything is going as normal. But it is not normal. The earth where we live, if you can read it through the eye of Christ, you can see things are not normal. Things have gone crazy. There are things that are not in their normal order the way God had promised. But some people would say, no, since our forefathers had come and gone, but things are just normal. But I'm knowing that God is very patient. And his patience is leading to salvation. He wants people to receive Christ and be sons and daughters in the kingdom of God. That's why maybe he is staring to return to take his church. And he's saying that for him, a day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day to our God. Our God who is a loving God. Who is giving you time to do the right things, to do things that matter to him in your community here and also to someone else, maybe where there is a need because God has given us a bigger family in the whole world and maybe as God talks to you, you do those things that someday will stand. And as I read, I find that there are some few things that will stand because we are told that the elements will melt. And everything will go up in smoke. But the things that will stand is the word of God. And the people. So when we are investing, better we invest in the word of God. And we invest in people. In some of the lives, people who need to know Jesus Christ. Right now we have been hearing there is fighting in Syria. People are running in Greece, Serbia. There are so many refugees and some of them are, are, are coming from Muslim community. They have not heard about Jesus Christ. And maybe the Lord is calling you to give to the world missions. God is calling you maybe to go and serve them. These are the things that matter to God because people matter to him. And that's the reason why he died on the cross of Calvary. That somebody's life be changed. So we need to invest in lives. We need to invest in the word of God. And those are the things that matter. I know Pastor Chris put before you, here today I'm not even preaching. Or we are just reminding one another, I know you have been preached. But I just want to remind us that we need, as we continue serving God, we need to live a holy life and do those things that matter to God. Hallelujah. And we seize the opportunity, just as I had my brother was teaching in Sunday school, seizing the opportunities. We look at the opportunities that are around us and how we would serve better, that we would serve to glorify God because we just need to serve to glorify him. Hallelujah. 
May the name of God be praised. So today, I'm challenging each one of us. Maybe some of you, the Lord is calling, maybe to come and help me refurbish the church building in Kiseke in Tanzania, Mwanza, or maybe wanting to give, or maybe to support some of the children who are coming to our center. And I'm telling you, that center, because we welcome children from the community, some of the children, their families have been Muslims. But because we welcome their children in our center, and sometimes being they have no food, we send them home with food. We have had 15 Muslims' families come to Christ, and now they are part of our church congregation. You see how God is working. And now the church building is becoming so small, we would want to expand on it. And these are needs that are in that community. But we do believe that God will answer those needs by people praying and people giving to the sake and to the glory of God. So, dear brothers, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. I know God has called us to give our tithes and offerings, and sometimes we are challenged in the church of Nazareth. We give even beyond what we, we have, because faith is a substance of those things hoped for and an evidence of those things not seen. Sometimes during faith promise, we know we are going to do more than even what we can imagine. Like the church in Thessalonians, that they gave even beyond what they had. And God really continued to supply their needs. And that's what we've been called to do as sons and daughters in the kingdom of the God. Investing in those things that will last. Investing in the word of God and people. I'm a product of mission. If at all somebody didn't give, somebody didn't send a missionary, I would have not been here. As a young man, my father died and we were left with my mother, nine of us. And my mother happened to come from Kenya and I was born in Tanzania. After my father died, and you see in that community, they tended to believe on polygamy and wife inheritance. And even if somebody had several wives still, if the community sits and decides that he's going to have you after your husband dies, that's the person you are going to live with. And they suggested somebody else who was very alcoholic, never lived his life right with Jesus Christ. My mother refused, and it costed us. My mother was banished from our community in Tanzania to, be, to go back to their family where she was born in Kenya. And she took nine of us. It was so hard to be raised in a different country and also to be fed and to be clothed. But I thank God that we survived. And people came along us, the people of God, the missionaries who came into our community, embraced us and loved us and helped us in school. And now here I'm standing today in the United States of America and can talk to the people who sent, the people who gave, the people who prayed. And I know, believe, I believe that they are still praying. The work of God is not finished yet. Don't ever think that it is finished because he's saying a thousand years is like just a day. And one day is like a thousand years. I know some of you have done so great, but I'm charging you that continue doing. Home mission is very important. You need to tie through your local church. You need to give. You need to be part of all the ministries in the church. But if the God calls you to be part of the international church missions, go ahead and do it. 
Because that's what God has really blessed. We need to seize the opportunity. And as we see whatever needs that are there, let us do it to the glory of God. Let us do it to the glory of God. Investing in the things that will last, that are people and the word of God. I was sent in the Bible school and the university. I didn't, I was not able to pay, but I think God used people to pay the tuition. You see, those are the investments that last. God is so good. Sons and daughters of United States of America. I personally, when I come before you, I have no good gospel to preach, but I'm just reminding the goodness and the faithfulness of God, what he has done in my life and what he's yet to do and through me, because maybe some of you will not be able to see the people that I work with in Africa, in Tanzania, but some of you I know before Christ comes back will come and beat me in my community and work with me. But if you can't come, you can send someone. And if you can't send someone, sometimes you can give that the work of God continue to be done. Invest in those things that will last. Knowing that someday, whatever we spend more time on, so we'll do up in smoke. But the things that will last are people and the word of God. May God bless you and keep you. I, will, I, want, I wish I had more time to fellowship, but I love you. I will be praying for you, and hopefully you will be praying for me. But someday, I hope I will see you in Africa. And if I don't see you in Africa, I for sure will return. And if I don't see you here, I'll see you up here. And that's what God has promised. I love you so much, and be assured of my prayer. Thank you, Pastor Chris. Welcome.